Well, good morning, good morning. What's going on, Boom family? This is Dr. D with the Boom Factor, and I am up and about early in the morning, of course. Yes, um, the night owl, graveyard shift, and that's just me. And um, kind of pondering on, on some things, and I'm looking at the perspective of what God is doing in my life and how he's transitioning in a good way he's opening up some new doors for me and um you know we have to get things in perspective we have to get things in order and um and i was pounding on uh, a situation i was talking about um two days ago about um it's pertaining to relationships and love and putting things in perspective and um i'm finding out that individuals want to be involved they want to have that that partner that that wife or that husband right but i am seeing where the person that really wants somebody in their life they're not really ready to surrender their old life and it had me wondering about a conversation that i had with somebody and um then talking to a friend of mine's that is about to get wed and i'm just seeing the difference where one one man is willing to make the change because he want to um have this woman in his life and he know that things are even getting better and even preparing for being with this woman and I'm talking about, you know, people that's in the body of Christ. Uh, I know they have numerous individuals that listen to me. That, you know, you all still seeking that that one, you know. We go on dates. Um, we be in relationships that don't work. We end it. We try to wait, you know. Well, I hope you wait so you can, like, really find out who you really are. And uh, and you get your, you you begin to grow. You allow yourself to grow because you want to know you. And I, I, I strive this, especially with singles. Um, learn how to be by yourself. Uh, it's nothing wrong for you to be by yourself for a while. You know, get to learn you. What you like, you know, what is that thing that that drives you? What makes you, you know? Um, when I review my life, Especially when I was involved with my husband and then had like relationship outside the marriage once I was divorced, you know, and then you, you, you try to, you know, mingle because you think you're supposed to have somebody. Uh, that don't always work because you're always finding yourself losing yourself in that person. And I see if you give yourself up so much to that person you don't know who you are so um with with that just doing an analysis on relationships even my own previous relationships i'm just analyzing it right and i've been criticized demon sized uh called paranoid uh i'll never get a man because how i think what I'm saying, and uh, that's not always the case. I got to give men a chance, and 
Um, so I'm listening, right? I'm listening. I'm saying, okay, fine. Okay, so if I give you a change, are you going to be different? You're not going to be different because you still have your own little pet peeves, right? The individual have their own pet peeves. They have their own way of thinking. They'll ha- they have their own way of doing things. Okay, so you see that I could be adaptable, but are you willing to be adaptable to me? So that's the that's the conversation I want to have this morning. That if you want to be with a person, are you willing to be adopt- adaptable to them? Because if that person desiring to be with you, they're going to make sure that they're going to be adaptable to you. Okay, so what do I mean by adaptability? Meaning they're going to put up with your bull crap. <laughs> because they care about you. They love you. They want to be with you. And it's not going to diminish who they are because they do know who they are because they're going to they're going to maintain the course. Right. But with that said, you're going to have a lot of bull crap that the other person going to be doing and saying and acting out. And you're going to be adaptable to that. Right. On the flip side of that, that person is not going to be adaptable to you. What I mean about that, they might not put up with half the stuff that you will put up with. So, see, that's when, you know, the pet peeves, you know, like I literally had this to happen to me where an individual going to literally try to tear me down on where I stand and why they feel I'll never have a man. I'll never uh, come to that level of marriage again because of where I stand. Well, case in point, if I give you an opportunity to be in that place as my man and i'm going about what you say I, i'm not even saying anything i'm letting this individual put titles you know oh i'm your man you know oh we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and i'm just listening i say okay well why are you not saying anything i say because i'm hearing you i want to see what's going to happen because see once once the enemy because see like we forget that we have an enemy of hate we have an enemy of confusion we have an a, a enemy of misery. All of these are cousins. They have a whole family wrapped up around the devil fingers. So if he's seeing two parties, he already know that each party by themselves are striving to do what God say. Right? The best of their ability. But he see if these two individuals come together, he already know that's going to be power because that's agreement automatically. And when two or more come into Jesus' name in agreement, that's power. So it's going to be hard for him to, to to fight against that. But if he can find some type of disunity or some type of displeasure, some type of disagreement, some type of fault, and have that person magnify that fault in the other person, or even to the point they're, they're, they're reverted back to themselves to protect themselves. Come on. Then that's where the friction come in. That's where the tension come in at. That's where the confusion come in at. And before you know it, the the division will happen. And so now it cuts off that line of communication, that line of oneness, that line of what could could be something marvelous and beautiful. Now the enemy have come in there and have the other person, either either party. I'm talking about either party, looking at the wrong thing. And so I was sitting down here thinking, I was like, well, I was thinking over a situation. I was saying, well, God, 
all this time and look well look what happened why did this happen like this because see i'm gonna go back and evaluate everything i'm gonna listen to conversations then i'm gonna go and take responsibility you know i'm not gonna try to put the finger on nobody i'm gonna take responsibility for my actions you know now i could have listened to a voice and say do this but i yielded to the voice of the other person and because of the, I yielded to the voice of the other person and not the voice of God, then we have a, uh, a, a domino effect of sorrow. All right. Now, it could still be fixed. Right. It could still be fixed. But the thing about it is the other person willing to take the effort, put some work in it. Because, see, we got to do something. It's just not going to... Just because you don't touch nothing don't mean it's not going away. It's still there. So you're going to have to deal with it once... You're going to deal with it, right? All right? Now, is that person... And I'm talking in general to anybody that's listening. And if you are pondering on a matter that you had to deal with or you dealing with even now on what I'm saying then you 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 just evaluate it is it worth the fight do you really care about this person enough to really say you know what let's sit down and talk about this and let's come up with a more um, positive solution to the issue that came up whatever the issue was in my mind, I already know what the issue was. You already know what issue you had to deal with or what caused the friction or what caused the communication to stop or, you know, whatever that thing, that one thing that caused you not to communicate with the one that you say that you care about or you love or in that relationship, whatever that is. Sit there and think about what was that one thing. Okay, so if you identify it, right, because I, I got mine in my head. You have yours, I got mine. So upon that thought, that situation that happened, all right, and you say, mm, if I would have did this, it would have prevented that. Well, we always go back and say, I should have, could have, would have. No, this is what the Lord told me. I, 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 you know, by me working at night, I have to go to sleep in the evening, you know. I go to sleep in the evening, and I don't know why people don't realize I do work at night. And they call, and they call, and call. So now I just cut the phone off, right? Excuse me, I'm drinking some power eight. So I just cut my phone off. Because kind of my children kind of know my schedule. And I feel that if you know me, if you personally know me, okay, you know I'm always doing something But you know at least Wait a minute I know this girl work at night Alright And if you're in conversation with me You know you can catch me around a certain time of the day Then after that I'm in my sleep zone Sometimes I don't even make it to sleep Well this The past couple of days I've been going to sleep at a certain time So I can be up at night Cause I'm back you know From traveling And going from Coming back from South Carolina Then have been doing some Some live interviews at the radio station which I have to go again this Saturday you know so my schedule is really like it's really like um, 
speeding up because I have some other things I have to do too. <laughs> Coming up, I um. God has blessed me where my daughter have asked me to bless their wedding. So that's coming up this month. You see what I'm saying? Then I have some speaking engagements, okay, that's coming up. Um, some traveling. And, yeah, I, I, I'm, my schedule is, whoa, and I still have to incorporate all this with my job and also with my business, all right? So then I got to still deal with things with my family, right? So, yeah, um, I, I'm making my point now to get my rest. So, <laughs> I get these calls and I try to call people back and they don't answer the phone. Okay, so I understand that, right? So, now, if you're calling me back, don't get an attitude and leave me a crazy message because I didn't answer the phone. All right, I went back to sleep or oh, yada yada. I really feel I'm going to have to even explain that. But it is what it is. Now, with all that said, y'all, you you kind of know your mannerism, right? Kind of know what you're made of. Uh, each and every one of us that's listening to me, you didn't experience so much in your life that you kind of know what you're put up with and what you want. And in the words of uh, Bobby Brown, it's, my, it's your prerogative. God has given all of us a will. Um, so you have that choice and you really have that right. <laughs> if you don't want to put up with something, you don't have to put up with it. That's just it. Now, with that said, if you know that you're not going to put up with certain things, right? And so you you come in, into contact with a, a person to build a relationship with. So you have to take in consideration that that person is not going to put up with so much either. You got to take in consideration what that person have experienced in their life. Okay. A man experienced things just as much as a woman experienced things. Sometimes, case in point, a woman experienced more uh, traumatic issues because God have created them this emotional being. So things affect a woman really a little much different than things affect the man. With that said, a woman can overcome stuff also and keep it moving. With a man, uh, you guys out there, y'all kind of hold on to stuff. I don't know why, but you, I've, I, from my experience and from listening to other men, y'all hold on to some stuff y'all help y'all hold on to a lot of baggage that really y'all y'all just need to go and take out put it to the dumpster and just leave it there bro i mean it's 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 it is what it is get over it all right and i don't mean to sound harsh but i'm saying that because you come in contact with a woman that's already been through certain things because y'all have y'all have spoken right and you have built a relationship to a certain extent that you should take time to know this woman so with you understanding where she coming from on your behalf men because god have called you guys to be the protector the provider and the priest all right uh it doesn't matter if you're not a person that's always in church or whatever but you do pray so you are considered as a priest all right you taking time out to give god homage you know you you saying thank you lord for this day you're a priest, all right? God made you that way. It doesn't matter if you don't live up to what God says, but he already created in that in all of us. 
So when you come in contact with this woman and you really start caring about this woman, all right, you start having feelings for this woman, then you're telling this woman that you love her. Now, I'm not just saying just trying to flatter her and woo her in so you can get in the bed with her because the Holy Spirit was showing me something with that. We have a lot of brothers got to give an account for that, you know, this manuism and this hoism and clearism, you know, you got to give account for that. Um, so it's best that you go back and repent for it, um, ask for forgiveness, even if if the person's still alive or whatever, um, write them a letter, send them a call, or just call them up and say, look, I just want to say I'm sorry. I, I really effed over you. I'm sorry. I messed your life up. Please forgive me. All right? Uh, if you can't get in contact with that woman, write a letter to her. Go out in the field. Tear it up and send it in the heavens. Release yourself from that. Okay? Because, see, what will happen is if you don't get all of that straight and get delivered from those past issues, when you come with this new woman and you know this woman is for you, wow, this is the woman. This is, you know what? This person right here has been there. I mean, she done been there for me. No matter what, no matter how I've been treating her, she's still been there. This woman really cared for me. This woman really loved me. But because I still have all this baggage, you know, all these isms and schisms, you know, and lo and behold, don't, 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 don't pride yourself if you are in some type of leadership role or whatever, okay? Because now you have more responsibility on yourself. So what I'm saying is, so when you come together with all these perspectives that's lingering, right? Both parties then experience different things in life, right? Okay, and so you care about this woman. You see this woman that been through, I mean, abuse, abandonment, rejection, went after rejection, but she still have a loving, kind heart. She'll do whatever it takes to make things work. You know, she have an ear for you. She's listening to you. She try to encourage you, even though you knock it down sometimes because of pride or because your manhood feel like a woman can't tell you nothing. But on the backside, you listening. And you're like, wow, you know, she came, she's kind of right, but you ain't going to tell her that. But you're going to knock her words down and say, yeah, 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 I hear you, I hear you. You know what I'm saying? But still, she's your friend. You have found a friend in this woman, right? But because you have all this old baggage, bruh, you have these old, these old ism and schisms, when that, that moment comes, the moment that you always have desired, right? And that moment comes with that person. And you telling her all these things. And she still got a kind of like, hmm, I don't know. But you know what? We can kick it. Right? Come on now. Listen to me. When you finally come together, in the midst of the moment, the enemy going to always kind of throw you something, right? He said, this is going to show you if you've been delivered and set free. Because this woman can say one word. Matter of fact, it's a, it's, every reaction comes because of an action. Okay? So you, you presented, you know, you presented something. I'm, I'm just going to say it like this here. Okay, because this happened to me. And um, 
when I was thinking about it, I was like, whoa, because see, I know God is about to bless me. So I don't wanna I don't wanna mess up my relationship when God bring me that person in my way, right? And so I was thinking about a situation before that um God brought, you know, I was involved with this person and I really I wanted to wait till marriage came up, okay? And we was talking about it, but it really wasn't definite because I kind of felt I already knew. You know, I already knew this dude just won't play around. So, hey, it is what it is, you know? So, the the individual <laughs> wanted a sexual encounter in a certain way. And I was like, nah, that's, that's a husband benefit. I mean, hey, I would love it, but it's a husband benefit. I say, matter of fact, that'll be fornicating. Oh, so by that word coming across, right, all of a sudden, this person got frantic and, oh, my gosh. I mean, it was like, I really say the bad word to the point where, oh, you're right, you're right. I can't, oh, no, no, no. You know, I can't do this. I can't do this here. That's it. I, 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 no, I got, I got, uh, what? It was like a whole nother person. So I was like, whoa. So when I thought about that, you guys, then I thought about another friend of mine who was saying how his wife-to-be, they get married in December, is regulating him. He said, I, I, I'm being regulated, you know. No, first he said, she got regulations. So I'm being regulated, D. And I was like, regulations? What you mean? But the thing about it, it was his spirit. It wasn't like, oh man, I don't know. She's talking about regulation, regulate this, right? It wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't a dreadful statement. He literally was happy to be regulated. And I was, and I asked him. I said, "Well, oh, I said, well, go ahead with your bad self. You being regulated." You know, he said, "Yeah," because he started explaining some things to me. I said, "You know what? I'm so happy for you, and I'm proud of you." Because I kind of know his background, right? And I said, you know what? I'm really proud of you. You know, you're going to have a healthy, wonderful marriage. Because you're willing to give up yourself. You're willing to give up your your old ways to embrace a new way of life. All right? And, and I'm not just saying a new way of life. I mean, a new way, a new way of life of doing things with another individual in your life. Now, on the other hand, um, when I was thinking about my past experience, and to me, and this is my own thinking, maybe this person may not have ever felt that way, but when I sit down and thought about it, I was like, wow, this person really wasn't happy. Because it, it, it jumped to a defense mode, a very negative mode. You know, um, on the flip side, this brother was happy to be regulated, okay? But on this side, it was like because an act did not get performed, then it got defensive, became self, I, I thought became selfish, 
um, then became religious. That's what it was. It was, a, it was, a, it was a, uh, that's what the Lord was showing me. So when I got up, I was like, oh, God. I said, well, how can a person really be free to court, can be free to love someone, especially in, in the body of Christ? I, I, I really see this is a really hard hard task, you guys. And, um, well, I can't say hard because the way of a transgression is hard. The enemy makes it hard on individuals when they don't want to give up themselves. That's how I felt that the Spirit of God was telling me. And the most important thing, it was like, they have to have my love in everything that you do. Because my love is patient. Okay? If the person wanted you to perform an act that both of you already knew, right? Both of you already knew that it wasn't underneath the covenant of God. However, the person still insinuated it. Okay, that was a selfish act. And really it was a test to see how far I would go without being. But because I did not bend, it became agitated and frustrated and it became um, it looked at itself and the Lord said that's a religious spirit you have to pray against that religious spirit because that's what the enemy is bringing to my daughters the religious spirit and I was like wow so that's what's been going on with these men coming my way see they'll come they'll come as a brother in Christ, loving God, talking about Jesus, talking about the word, talking about the ministry, yada, 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 until that flesh start getting heated up. You see what I'm saying? That's why I forbid men to touch me. I had one brother got an attitude. Well, who are you supposed to be? You, you don't want nobody touching you. I said, no, not like that. Because I know me, y'all. You know, I'm a very physical, touchy person. I'm a very affectionate person. You see, that's why I say my 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 husband will be what he have never have to worry about that. You know, he may have to tell me, you know, oh y'all, you touch too much. I don't think y'all men won't mind that though, right? I know y'all y'all want a woman to touch y'all, um, but <laughs> I know I know Dr. D, and so when I I have to make sure. That everything is open for me. Where I won't have baggage. And that's why when I started off. I was saying about the prerogative. You have you have your own prerogative. To live the way you want. Act the way you want. Um, gotta be careful on how you treat people. Um, because sometimes some people feel like. They can treat people any kind of way. And just go on. And the Lord was revealed to me. He's starting to check a lot of that. He's starting to check a lot of that. Um, and I'm starting to see the, the evidence of it through different platforms and venues and on the news and stuff. You know, you're just not going to be able to just treat people any kind of way. Even with children, it's going to get exposed, recorded. Um, some, some kind of way, you're going to be exposed. And so now you got to deal with yourself. But with a man and a woman... It is very important that if you if you really want to be with an individual, you got to make sure that your priorities are straight. 
like I had somebody, um, they had a birthday, right? And um, I was still kind of peed off with this person because I didn't, I didn't appreciate how they just, they just cut off the communication with me, and I did a lot of work for them, right? A lot of free work, and I told them, I said, yeah, this is a blessing. However, you're gonna have to take care of this, and this person still owe me money for this because see, I let you know up front, yeah, I'm gonna bless you with this. But if I got to do something else, I'm like, oh, well, you got to pay for this, right? All right, well, this person never paid for um, a, pro- uh, a project that they asked me to do. And the thing about it, I went out my way to do it. And I really expect to get my money for it, you know. So now, why people do that, y'all? They know they owe you, but they're going to treat you like you did them something. So the individual birthday had came up, you know, and um, I felt they lost the right. That's just how I am. I'm not going to call you or anything because you already showed me that in the past I try to communicate with you and you don't respond. And then when you do respond, you're going to send me a DM message on a voice, a voice DM message. Okay, I already know that takes time because you got to hold that recorder down and talk. Then you have to send it. That's the same amount of time um, that you can just dial a number, right, and call me on the telephone. So I, right then and there, you show me that you're not respecting who I am or what I've done for you, all right? Second of all, uh, I'm not really a priority on the business side, so it don't matter. So why in the world when I sent this person a little happy birthday um, emoji, they going to leave me a message and check me? Ain't that, see, I'm just telling y'all, people are so selfish and they're so stuck on themselves they really don't even understand what they do or what they have done to other people and how they live it, how they expressing themselves. They think they all that in a bag of chips. And Daddy God is starting to, he's going to start checking that. And so when I listen to the message, the message said, um, this should have been sent to me as soon as you woke up in the morning after you told God thank you. Excuse me? I was like... Negro, please. I say that a word, y'all. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? And I say, and I was about to reply, and the Lord said, don't you even respond to that. And I didn't, y'all. But I was going to respond. I was going to say, first of all, you're not even that a priority to me. You know, be, to be honest with you, I didn't have to send you. I was trying to be nice and send you a, a happy birthday uh, emoji. But you make it seem like you the doggone King Kong of the earth. And people got to tell you happy birthday. Nobody don't have to tell us nothing, y'all. I've, you know what? People don't have to do nothing for us, for you. People don't have to do nothing for me. That's just how it is. That's just the world. We all have a will and we all have a responsibility. We all have a life to live. So, just for a person to even thank me or congratulate me or say anything to me, I count it an honor. You know why? Because that person didn't have to do a doggone thing. They could have just kept on moving. Especially on this Facebook thing, y'all, I'm telling y'all, this is really, like, tripping me out. And so, I sent the little thanks. You know, since I came back... Since I came back from the award show, my face, 
Facebook literally is popping. It's like I came from 200 friends and half of those 200 Facebook friends, not even my friend, <laughs> excuse me, they're just acquaintances that met throughout life, right? And it came up to be like 200 something. Because I, oh, now I got the hiccups out. And I had weaved some of that out, right? Well, y'all, I looked at my Facebook, my Facebook yesterday. I'm almost to 200 Facebook friends. I mean, 2,000. So I sent a little, I sent a little note, and I say to all my new Facebook friends, please stay in touch if you are serious about connecting with me. If not, unfriend me. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You know, because I use my Facebook as a uh, promotional tool, an information gateway. I share information. I give my my quotes also. But overall, overall, you know, uh, I, 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 I use it as a, a connector. Okay. And so with that said, even with me talking to you guys now people have a choice so if you choose to involve yourself with somebody else's world that means that person saw something in you to allow you to come into their world now the the, the, the thing is uh, are you willing you see what I'm saying are you willing to give up yourself and adapt to that other person, man? Are you willing to give up yourself to adapt to that woman? If you say you really care about her, you really love her, you want to be with her, right? Woman, are you willing to adapt? Which I know most women are adaptable. And sometimes that's that's how we lose ourselves uh, into these men, these relationships. And see, by me, I'm, I'm striving to teach women how to have that esteem not be uh, both boastful but build up their confidence in themselves and know their identity in themselves know who you are because once you have set your boundaries and from the things that you have experienced in life women okay women that's listening to me when you set your boundaries no matter what platform you on okay you know what you can deal with and what you won't deal with right right However, in the midst of all of it, you still have that yearning to have that 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 man by your side, that husband. Okay? So these are identifiers. You you have to understand that that person care about that person care about you, they're gonna start demonstrating. Oh no, excuse me y'all. I'm y'all excuse me. Uh, they're gonna start demonstrating patience and kindness towards you. All right. They're not gonna be boastful or bragging or make it seem like you know because you are with them, um, you better off and uh, without them you nothing. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about somebody that's not arrogant, somebody that's not rude. They not they won't talk to you rude, even in a misunderstanding. Like like I was sharing with you the incident in the past. 
when this person wanted me to do something, I, I say no, and I identify what it was according to God's standards, and all of a sudden, the religiousness came out like, oh, well, I'm this, you're right, we can't do this, oh, no, no, you know, and try to turn it out like, oh, no, I got to get you out, you know, oh, no, you, I can't be part of you and all this kind of stuff because now it seemed like, oh, no, what happened? God shined a light on on his ways, on his thoughts. And when 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 a person, man or woman, uh, sometimes men mostly do this, you guys. If I'm wrong, y'all chime in, let me know. But so far, if if a man want to deal with some issues within themselves, they're gonna put they're gonna put they're gonna use the blame game on a woman. All right. Instead of saying, you know what? Look, B, look, come on, come, let's sit down and talk about this here. Uh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought that up like that. We already discussed this. This is how I feel about you. And yeah, I'll wait. You know, I'll let, let's wait and let's get blessed. You know, uh, I, I believe, you know, this is this is how it is. Come on, give me a hug. Let's give me a hug. I apologize. And let's go get something to eat. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. But when it turns out to be rough and then name calling and, you know, not even bearing up the difference and how that made that woman feel at that time. At that time, how it made me feel. Oh, my goodness. I was like, oh, Lord. You know, just thank God I know who I am in Christ. And back then, I was a mess. But when I thought about it, I said, oh, Lord, that happened to me again. Lord, have mercy. You see? You see what I'm saying? So I was like, wow. I said, well, God, you is really preparing me. You're really showing me some stuff, you know? And then I'm listening to other people's conversations and some things they're dealing with in they, they their relationship. And so I'm like, hmm. And so it made, me, it made me really think about 1 Corinthians chapter 13 about the love, God's way of love, you know? And you don't have to even love the person to the degree. Just be kind. Being kind is expressing God's love. Being gentle. Saying kind words, soft words, not rude and boastful words. Not blameful words. You know? Words that will come of hope. That will endure. I was saying adaptability. That's the love of God. That's the very expressions of God. You know what? That's the only thing that will last with God is love. The Lord told me that. He shared that with me last year sometime. He told me, he said, daughter, you know what will keep me, keep you from where I am? i never forget that day. I was like, what? Not operating in forgiveness and having my love. Love is love is a, a, a awesome expression in all types of ways. To show somebody picking up somebody grocery bags and helping them on a bus, that's the expression of God's love towards that person from you. I don't have to know the person, but that's one of his attributes, kindness. Hello. He's a God of peace, oneness, 
harmony, unity, all of this is an expression of God's love. And though we live our life in this uh, selfish way when it's all about man, because the word tells us that man going to destroy himself. That's just the way it is, and we see that. Why? Because, excuse me, no one is not taking time out to understand the real love of God. No one is not taking time out to be patient with another individual. The real love of God is really showing patience and kindness and gentleness to another human being. Now, I'm not saying that we have our family members, that some of them are hooked on drugs, and you have done all you can do. And, hey, that's all you can do. Because that person has to find their way. And only when they find their way, they can be set free from that demon. We don't make a crush for people. I'm not going to make a crush for my friend. I'm not going to make a crush for my sister or my brother. Even my children, I'm not going to be a crush. Because then I take the place of God. I become God. I become that religious fanatic. Okay. Instead of backing up, let go and let God. And allow the Holy Spirit to come in and work that thing out. You see. No, I'm going to take the place of God. I'm going to make all the decisions. You don't... You. You don't have, your words are not valuable enough to import in my life. But yet I want to be with you, but I'm not going to acknowledge that you are a person, uh, a person, a capability to perform life's duties or, 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 or help me to perform or, or build or get this job done or whatever. Whatever that important thing that I'm dealing with. I don't see the capability in you to help me with this. But I want you in my life, though. I just want you to be there. Just be there. Just be there. When I when I need you, I'll call you. No, no, bro. That don't work that way. Nah, that sounds like a slave mentality thing going on now. So, um, if you say God brought you together in your heart and your spirit, and you feel that God has put somebody with you, y'all together, you saying, and I thought the person, you said it. Now, they may have said it too, but I'm talking about you. Those have ears to hear, hear what the Spirit is saying to you right now. If you say that God brought you together and a situation that popped up, don't you think that if you say God brought you together, that he can keep you together? He will work out the preliminaries to keep you together? See, our job is we got to let go. Let go of our ways, our own way of doing things. Let go. Let God, like we always say. Then we have to allow the Holy Spirit that knows all things. He can pray the perfect will of God. The Holy Spirit, your gut feeling, your instinct. That's what I'm talking about. All right, a lot of individuals may not know what the Holy Spirit is. Holy Spirit is the third person of the Godhead that's in the earth right now helping us live this life. All right, your conscious, your inner man, your gut feeling that's the presence of God talking to you. All right, you don't have to be all you know, super, super spiritual, super Christian for that. It's common sense. 
So if God has um, given you all of these avenues and all, well, let's rewind. God has given you all the dynamics to make that relationship what it's supposed to be. Then who's stopping it? Nobody but you. That's all I have to say about that. This is Dr. D with the Boom Factor. I'm doing a little share heart reflections on on God's love and his ways and um I just feel like I wanted to share that. Um I God God is really moving some things in my life and uh I I really wanna be ready for the man that come in my life. Um they have some pseudos out there, you know. Um, and I'm just weighing it out. And I want to make sure that Dr. D is straight, which I know I'm straight. It's just that I see certain things in, in the individuals that well, I know they need to deal with some stuff. And uh, I'm not going to let go until God say yes. And it doesn't matter how individuals feel. I'm not going to allow myself to go back into a marital uh, relationship when I know the other party needs help. The other party needs deliverance. You know, the other party really needs the Holy Spirit to come in there and really do a uh, a detox. <laughs> you know, we really need a detox. And um, so while that is happening, I'm going on. Uh, hey. I can say that the same thing for you guys. You got to go on. You still got to maintain your life. You know, you can't be sitting around waiting around before you know it would be one year, two year, three years. Before you know it would be almost 10, 20 years that you still waiting on somebody to change and they claim they want to be with you, but yet they don't want to give up themselves for you. Oh, come on. Something ain't right with that picture, y'all. While God has that person, he has the right person for you. The compatible person for you. That when you come together, hey, the little problems that have come up, you can talk about them, not run away from them, not shut the door on it, not communicate about it, but you can talk about it. Yeah. That's the one you need. You need that person in your life that you can talk about things, not run away from things, or shut the door on it, act like it's, it's going to go away because I don't want to deal with it. So, whatever. No, it's not whatever. Not when you're involving another person's world. You got two worlds clashing, people. So let the clash be a good clash. <laughs> All right? That'll be the, a harmonious clash. That, that when you come together, those two worlds going to magnify something so significant that it would be powerful when others look upon it. They was like, whoa, whoa. I'm already up. <laughs> okay, you guys. So, uh, I pray you kind of enjoy my little heart insight, heart reflection on relationships and how important it is to uh, be true to yourself. You know, not only be true to yourself, be true to the other person. You know, we quick to say that. Oh, I'm true to me. I'm true to me. Okay, so what about the other person? 
Are you going to be true to that person? Are you going to open up your heart and really be true to that person? Are you going to let that person in? Or are you going to just walk the life of a blame game? And you're going to wind up being alone forever. Because you're not willing to release or get detoxed from all the old baggage that's laying around. So always remember, if God put you together, don't you think he can keep it together? In the midst of any turbulence that happens, God can do it if you let him. Allow him. Always operate in God's way of love, which is very, very easy and simple. Be kind. Be gentle. Don't be boastful. Okay? Don't be provoking. Speaking truth. Rejoice in it. You know. Don't be dreadful. Don't don't be weary about any change. But be joyful about it. Be loving. Don't be resentful. Alright? Be kind. And that's God's love. Fate. Hope and love is the greatest. Out of all these things, it says charity is the greatest. Charity equivalent is love. Love is the greatest out of all. Okay? All right, y'all. This is Dr. D with the Boom Factor. And I will chime with you guys later. Be blessed.